Good morning, friends. How are you? I hope you have had a pleasant and blissful night. Welcome to Review with me, your host and your dear friend, Esther. I do hope you have enjoyed the grace of God as we have been discussing, looking into the attribute of love. Now today, we round up our study on the attributes of love as we go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 6 and 7. Please turn with me to 1 Corinthians 13, verses 6 and 7, and a tiny part of verse 8. It says, Love does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And finally, tiny part of verse 8 says, Love never fails. Amen. Hallelujah. Friends, here we see love does not rejoice in others' downfall and failures or their setback. No matter the cause of others' failures, setbacks, and downfall, love rejoices with them and is happy to see when the truth prevail, no matter the cause of their setbacks. And in verse 7, here we see how steadfast love is during difficult times. And with that, turn with me to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 29 and verse 20, it says, So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed only a few days to him because of the love he had for her. <laughs> Here we see Jacob serving his father-in-law Laban because of the love he had for Rachel. The first seven years was even a deception because if you read down, he will be serving another seven years because he had been tricked. That is a topic for another day. But the Bible made us to understand because of the love Jacob had for Rachel, he served his father-in-law seven years and they seemed as nothing to him because of the love he had for Rachel. Love here perseveres. It sees with the eyes of faith. But my friends, please take note. In verse 7, where love bears all things, hopes and endures all things. Please take note, children of God, that love here is neither blind nor stupid. It sees the good, the bad, and the ugly, and never pretends they are not there, but it sees with the eyes of faith that others can be made whole, redeemed, restored, saved, healed, and helped. Love here hopes and anticipate the best in others and for others. My friends, and we come to the last part of it all. 
love never fails. This is a beautiful description of God's definition of love. It means everything we do should be motivated by love. Otherwise, they are worthless. Do you know, with all man's flaws and imperfections, God never gave up on man. He found a way around it all, sending his son to display the manner of love he has for mankind that is you and I. How do I know that? How do you know that? That brings us to our popular Bible verse. I believe you know it, but we'll read it anyway. If you turn with me to the book of John, the gospel according to John, chapter 3, verse 16. I know you know it, but let's take a look at it. John, chapter 3, verse 16, where it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Oh, what manner of love. He found a way around it all. Because of the love he has for you and I, because of the love our Heavenly Father has for mankind. Amen. As we come to the end of our study on love and the attribute of love, I implore you, friends, to review and take a good and honest look at yourself to see if you and her operate on the level of love or the attribute of love we have discussed. Friends, do you pick people apart or point out their weaknesses? Does your kind of love give others the benefit of the doubt or just point out every of their shortcomings and downfalls? Does our love complain, criticize, expose, exploit, and condemn? Love does no such things, my friends. Love is what we must choose to do. If we do not choose to love, then we are disobeying the command of our Heavenly Father. Amen. That brings us to the book of 1 John, chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. Turn with me, my friends, to the book of 1 John, chapter 4, verses 7 and 8, where it says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. So friends, if you claim to be a child of God, if we claim to love God, just as we read here, then we must choose to love. I mean, can you imagine God saying to you and her, Oh, look, Esther, I can just, I, I, I can still not get my head around what the sin you committed in 2015 or even 2019. 
Therefore, I'm not ready to forgive you. I'm not ready to show you love. Friends, how does that sound? If God were to say that. But thankfully, he doesn't. Thankfully, love is not what he does. Thankfully, love is who God is. The Bible says God is love. Friends, maybe you have not come from the best Christian family. Or maybe you've just given your life to Christ. Maybe you've come from a different background entirely and you've never experienced what we have been discussing. You've never experienced such love. Don't worry. We have many excellent examples in the Bible to imitate, most especially our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So friends, look into the Word of God for how to live a fruitful and productive Christian life filled with love. Look, it is your responsibility and my responsibility to renew our minds daily in the Word of God. I keep saying it, friends, I know. But it is our responsibility to dig deep into the Word of God. We can live this life. The Holy Spirit can make it possible for you and I. It is important that we go back, review the Word of God. The Holy Spirit calls the Word of God to remembrance whenever we need it. Because when the heart changes, our behavior, attitude, and character changes also. Therefore, my friends, are you prepared? Are you prepared to reach out to people in your sphere of influence and hope, with love? Are you prepared to do such? Let us pray. Father, we thank you for our study on love and the attributes of love. We thank you, Abba Father, because you will deepen our understanding as we search the scriptures Oh, Father, we pray that you will have your way in our lives. We pray that you will help us, Holy Spirit, to have a total reliance and dependence on you to produce this wonderful fruit, love. In Jesus' name, amen. We have now come to the end of our study on attributes of love. Tomorrow, we start the next fruit of the Spirit, which is joy. And it will make us to go back to the book of Galatians chapter 5. Do not forget where we started from, verses 22 and 23. Our study tomorrow, we shall be looking at love. Until we meet tomorrow, friends, let me bless you. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. 
God bless you. Turn every heart to you.